Welcome, willkommen, welcome, bienvenue, bienvenido, and maligayang pagdating to the Funk and Marie podcast, your podcast on culture, art, business, and psychology. My name is Marie, your girl, and I am your podcast host. Did you guys hear that? Or did you not hear it? It's just my phone that fell on the floor. Wait a second. So, sometimes when I record the Funk and Mary podcast, I record it with my phone, sometimes with my laptop. And this time, <laughs> I'm recording it with my phone. And whenever I do record on my phone, then the phone is attached to a phone holder. Is that what you call it? And all of the sudden, it got detached from that holder and fell on the floor. So creepy, maybe. <laughs> I mean, spooky season is so close already. Maybe I'm surrounded by the spirits of my grandfather, some aunts that I got along well with. And then there was also a neighbor of ours who was like a grandpa to me. Although we were not biologically related, but it was like a grandfather to me. And I do feel that wherever I go, that they always guide me, these spirits, that they lovingly give me advice and send me signs from heaven. Was that a sign? Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's gonna be maybe another episode specific to the spooky season, you know. Fun fact, I am a big fan of the spooky season and of Halloween. Me being European and Asian and having been raised in Europe, I was raised in an environment where Halloween doesn't have that great an importance as it does have in North America, which is such a pity because what I do appreciate about the spooky season is are many things. So watching horror movies, and this is absolutely my favorite genre, together with thrillers. Uh, plus, I'm someone who loves wearing costumes, especially if they're creepy. And Asian horror movies are some of the creepiest horror movies in the world. I'm sure that a lot of you agree with that ever since The Ring came out. At that time, it was my favorite horror movie and also my family's. And being Asian and having long, dark hair, it just gives me so many opportunities to dress up in a creepy way, which I love. And I also love to prank friends um, wearing creepy costumes when, when they expect it at least in the middle of the night <laughs> of course don't do it to people who have heart problems but yeah oh my god okay so that was a spontaneous uh, 
spontaneous five minutes on my passion for spooky season and Halloween, given how my how the spirits around me just detach my phone from this holder. But yeah, again, this episode is not about spirits. But what we'll be talking about is as follows: goal setting strategies, identifying, defining, and tracking goals. As you can see, it has nothing to do with Halloween, unless your goals are related to Halloween in some way. You do you. Uh, <laughs> so this topic is something that is important for me to share with you because I'm someone ever since my childhood, I've been someone who knows what she wants, what she does not want, who has clear ideas on how she can get what she wants and who doesn't have any problem with asking for help asking for advice on how to get there i have been like that since childhood and i am receiving this positive feedback from other people that it inspires them to do their own thing too and so i decided to share some of my personal goal setting strategies uh on how i go about this is something that is highly personal so it is based on my personal experience and is not necessarily applicable to everyone um also it's overly simplified uh i understand that there are some other goals that are more complex where this doesn't apply to but I do hope that this episode serves as a source of inspiration for you and maybe you can make it your own, you know, change it in a way that it suits you, add some more of your own flavors to it, whatever it is that rocks your boat, go ahead and do that. Uh, so these are my goal setting strategies, okay? <laughs> I hope they help you somehow. So. The first step that I highly recommend when it comes to goal setting strategies is identifying your goals in the first place. What are your goals? And I would like to clarify what I am not referring to. I am not referring to what you project and assume your goals should be based on societal expectations on you. So I'm not asking you, what do you believe does your employer want you to aim for? What do you believe your family, your parents want you to aim for? Especially if you're from a culture where family-orientedness and collectivism are important for instance in our asian culture the opinion of society in our family matters a lot or also i am not asking you to share what do you believe you should be aiming for based on your romantic partner or your best friend what they expect you to do I am asking you, what do you want 
for yourself irrespective of any external factors, be it people or situations. And situations, I mean, for example, the economic recession. You might think that just because there is an economic recession, you are unable to reach certain goals. So you are going for goals that are second best for you, that you believe stand a chance in economic recessions. Uh, but the goals that you initially, originally, wholeheartedly want, you trust that you don't trust that you'll be achieving them. So, irrespective of economic recession or any other external factors, what do you want for yourself? Why is it important to identify your goals? It is important because, especially in these days, but also previously already. We are 24/7 surrounded by an unlimited amount of information. People sharing their unsolicited advice like me in this podcast <laughs> on social media, on podcasts and documentaries in the workplace everywhere. Everyone is opinionated and a lot of them of course are are having good intentions but in a situation where we're surrounded by like this unlimited amount of information this can lead to information overwhelm and also to confusion as to what we actually want for ourselves so for example we might be seeing a tiktoker being a billionaire earning her money through TikTok and OnlyFans and they really enjoy it and they're a billionaire with it. They are they are friends with people who they seem to have a lot of fun with based on social media. They have one of the biggest houses in uh, in Spain. They uh have the most chic fashion uh, they are beautiful so they seem to live a life that is satisfying for them and great for them congratulations now seeing this type of lifestyle and any other lifestyle on social media or anywhere else can be a distraction if it's not handled with care you can use situations like that as a source of inspiration but you should be mindful about not making them a distraction distracting you from actually identifying what you want for themselves for yourself now this tiktoker might be really enjoying their life but it doesn't necessarily mean that that's the way to go for you um by the way i'm not advertising becoming <laughs> like an entertainer only fans it was just really an example or also if you are someone who appreciates a corporate career uh and you are a customer success manager or as a csm like what i am doing right now and you are seeing another csm who wants to be a manager of your department and this person is sharing how passionate they are about it it can be distracting um 
and also inspirational if that's what you let it to be uh if you actually do not know what you want you have not identified your goals yet you know it can be distracting you might you might think for yourself at some point or hallucinate that you also want to be a manager of customer success although you actually do not want to so if you do not identify your own goals there will be a lot of noise around you that has a potential to distract you from your own goals and your own focus therefore it is important to identify it in the first place and once you have identified it it will be easier for you to actually achieve these goals to track them and to at the end of the day live a life that makes you feel fulfilled and satisfied and if you are that already then that is beautiful then you can feel even more that but as a first step and as a foundation it is crucial to identify these goals in the first place uh now i can understand that it can be difficult to identify them if you don't have any idea whatsoever i got you i have also felt multiple times in my life where i felt lost <laughs> although most of the time i do know what i want but everyone has those moments where they feel lost so you are not alone there at all we are all with you and we feel you Um in those situations I would like to share some prompts with you some questions that you might want to answer for yourself either by thinking about the answers or also saying them out loud or writing them down in a journal if you have one and if you like having one so these are prompts that might be able of uh, might be helpful for you to identify your goals so first of all what are your desired outcomes in other words words what is your ideal future life ideal future scenario in 1 years time in 3 years time in 5 years time describe the person who you want to be at that time describe the social environment that you are in at that time describe the emotions and feelings you want to have at that time how do you feel then do you feel excited do you feel relaxed Are you looking forward to certain activities that are about to happen? How do you feel by then? And it's important here that you do not judge yourself, but you just freely express yourself and answer these questions and maybe other prompts that are helpful for you. And the more you actually stay with yourself and don't let yourself be distracted too much by external noise and you do not judge your inner voice for wanting what you want then it's going to be increasingly easier for you to actually identify those goals yeah so once you have identified your goals the next step would be to actually 
define your goals so write them down in a journal or in a noting app if you prefer the digital route to things it is important to communicate those goals because if you have just done the previous step of identifying them but you have actually not written them down or you have not communicated them in any other way in words then without documentation at all you might forget the goals you just identified and documenting them writing them down is a prerequisite for you to actually track them and if necessary in the future because life is full of change to adapt them later on so it is important to write these goals down or to document them in any platform of your choice if that is a journal or a noting app step number three now this is optional some people enjoy this some do not i personally do for some people it comes across as too spiritual and hocus pocus you know but to me it definitely helps so that is visualizing your goals on a vision board so you can gain inspiration from the mobile apps pinterest Uh, where you can search for any keyword really that is specific to your goals for example interior design in Ibiza or also interior design in Hawaii or also beach resort in the Philippines whatever it is that your goals are related to you can put any keywords in there and you will find a lot of visuals even step-by-step guides or anything really that will help you visualize what you identified and defined goal-wise and once you actually found pictures then you can stick them on a board be it a digital one digital whiteboard or also a large physical poster that you can actually touch where you would be sticking printed out pictures that visualize your goals so that on a regular basis you can look at this vision board and actually see in front of you what your goals are and the more you see it the more subconsciously are you trusting yourself and life that it will bring you what you want now this is something that i have learned from my mental health and life coaches (laughs) that is to write the sentence on the vision board uh, thank you dear universe for providing me with this or something even better or something more suitable for me because yes in that at this very moment we might believe that our goals is what we actually want but sometimes life 
throws a new situation at us, which is even better unexpectedly than the goals we had initially defined for ourselves. So we have to be open for something that suits us better and that has more potential to actually make us more fulfilled in life than we thought our initial goals actually would. Um, so yeah, me personally, I a few years ago, I used to have my vision board in a printed way. So I'd have a white poster and then I would print out uh, pictures from Pinterest that would resonate with the goals that I have, quotes that are printed out that that supported my goals these days i have an app um where i would actually uh, put a group of pictures that visualize my goals uh colors that support the the atmosphere and i really do it in a very simple way no, nothing fancy i also didn't spend money on it i also didn't buy any apps so what i just took is so i'm sure that a lot of you do have instagram so for me i picked just like an instagram story template that i got from pinterest and also a ton of i then i posted a ton of pictures on this on this the story page and i just hit save i didn't actually post it on my instagram timeline so no one saw it but i just used the instagram story template and form uh to put all my pictures on it and the quotes and the colors that i like uh, and then i just hit save really uh and this is my vision board and i i have it as my mobile phone background mobile phone background like i feel like i'm 80 years old <laughs> saying that and just say phone background oh my god i was such a grandma you know in the philippines um you have this word tita and tita means auntie and sometimes they make fun of women who are a little bit older already and although they're not a an actual tita yet so uh, i don't have any siblings with with children <laughs> they would call these women who behave like elderly women tita and i feel like so much like a tita right now mobile phone background oh my god you know someone says mobile phone background because they're so old that they actually know those times where there were still landline phones is that what you call them landline phones landlines and so they still differentiate between landlines and mobile whereas like gen z these days they'd be like phone background because they don't know landlines they just know mobile phones so that, which they refer to as just phones because what else what other phones are there of course it's a mobile phone so why you would why would you say mobile phone if it's just a phone and the only phone you know if that makes sense right so <laughs> that's that with me and aging gracefully aging hopefully my grandma voice um yeah where were we yeah visualize those goals so you you do you you know i personally love it um i'm half analytical and logical half spiritual person so i love uh these different sides in me but if that's a little bit too spiritual and hocus pocus for you you don't have to but this next step is very crucial for everyone who is setting goals and that is tracking your goals 
or your goal completion rather on a regular basis such as on a quarterly or on a monthly basis so what exactly does that mean so you're going to look at the goals you defined for example i want to gain weight gain five kilos in the next three months now of course you're not going to be looking on that exact date three months later and and look okay did i actually gain five kilos right now like it's june or september right now and then you're like in december okay did i gain five kilos right now of course there is a process to get there there is a journey to get there and with a lot of goals you actually need to put call to actions into place to achieve your goal so if you want to gain five kilos you will have to adapt your diet so your nutritional habits your maybe also workout plan you will do some more of a certain workout maybe less cardio and do maybe more uh more um oh my god i cannot speak english anymore <laughs> like uh, oh my god i don't know how you say it in english wage training you say it in english yeah um maybe also you want to engage with a uh with a physical coach that can help you out with your goals so there are actually call to actions that you have to put into place to get there you cannot just say okay i'm gonna look like i'm gonna look at that date at which i will want to have achieved that goal and just magically hope that the universe will have made my uh made my dreams come true for me without me actually doing anything you actually have to track what you're doing right and uh, you have to do that on a regular basis you know on a monthly basis quarterly basis annual basis of course you shouldn't be looking at it anxiously every every day and see oh my god did i gain weight or whatever what uh and then you're just gonna be you're just making yourself crazy but you do have to track what you do otherwise if you don't track it you will just have identified and defined your goals and we'll have a pretty and cute vision board but nothing is is becoming chill because you actually have done nothing and you're tracking nothing and hand in hand with tracking your goals is also something that i briefly just recently mentioned and that is defining call to actions that are required for you to achieve these goals for example you are in the construction and engineering industry you have studied engineering and you decided that you actually want to stay an engineer but not in the construction and engineering industry but rather in the tech industry in the software industry and you would like to be a front-end software engineer now uh, you set yourself a goal um, that is to be reached by by the way i highly recommend whenever you define a goal that there is a time stamp to it or an eta estimated time of arrival so that you say in this example i want to be a front-end engineer working for a multinational 
technology company by September 30th of September 2024. So this upcoming year. So it's very important that you make it as specific as possible. Um, and then you, uh, and then it's it's super important that you actually divide your bigger goals into smaller goals you know into call to actions as i said so if your end goal is to become a front-end software engineer by the 30th of september 2024 you will actually have to put call to actions into place to get there so for example since you don't have any software experience in in the engineering field right now you might want to look at e-learning courses that you have on linkedin learning on udemy um on coursera this is not sponsored by the way but these are just e-learning platforms that i myself am using or also if you can see any um software engineers on youtube on tiktok on masterclass uh and and do a research on what they actually tell about the job about how the everyday life as a software engineer is so you know from you learn from experts what it actually is like and if you are someone who feels comfortable with building social relationships you might want to also contact fellow software engineers on linkedin and tell them exactly what you're planning to do like you want to move from construction engineering to the software industry and uh, you're specifically interested in the job as a front-end software engineer and what they recommend you doing if you feel comfortable with building those social relationships if you're not that is absolutely fine as well but yeah so you can see there are multiple call to actions that will lead you to your overarching goal and completing that one it's important for you to define these call to actions it's important as mentioned to have that to have them being time bound so to have a date there if it's something that that's applicable in your in in the context of your goals and also so there is something in business that you call smart goals uh, and smart is an acronym that stands for different words so s for specific so your goals have to be specific m standing for measurable so you have to be able to measure it so for example yeah what i just previously mentioned you, you cannot just say i want to gain weight you you have to be saying i want to gain five kilos or eight kilos or or i don't care about the numbers but i want to gain more muscle mass whatever it is that your goal is but it has to be uh more measurable um and then we have actionable so it has to be something that you can act upon if it is too abstract so for example if you say my goal is to be happy next month like what does that even mean to you does that mean you are gonna change the job are you gonna stay in the job do you 
want to be pregnant? Do you want to find a partner? Do you want to be kicking off and starting a process of purchasing your first real estate? What does it actually mean to you? So be more actionable than that. At the same time, R in SMART goals, starting for standing for realistic. So if you are someone who says, I want to own three houses in Amsterdam, which is a very expensive city, then you should know that if you don't have the savings to purchase three houses in such an expensive city and do not accuse yourself for not having it because it is expensive and for a lot of people it is so you're not alone there right so that would not be realistic to achieve that and last but not least time bound so you have to put in a time indication there do you want to have make it happen by the 30th of september 2024 by the 5th of july or whenever you want it to happen so these this smart format s-m-s-m-a-r-t it has have it has to apply to the goals you define but also and most importantly to the call to actions that you define to actually get there very important as well is the ability to adapt your goals and what i mean with that is this is an example at some point you might want to be a manager of your department when you're employed within a company let's imagine you are an accountant today Maybe back in the day, your goal was to become a manager of accounting. And then you realize down the line, your intuition is whispering to you. Ooh, actually, I don't want this anymore. I'm just not feeling it anymore. To have that self-love, that self-trust, and that love and trust towards life that it has the best things in store for you despite the changes in your directions to actually adapt your goals because similar to us human beings goals are not static but goals and us as human beings we're both ever changing and that is just such a natural course of life so If you wanted to become a manager of finance and accounting three years ago and you've been working towards it and putting in all the call to actions into place to get there, but then you you wake up one day, you don't want it anymore, and then you wait for six other months and you still don't want it anymore, then it might be a sign that it is no longer what you, what you want to define as your goal and doesn't mean that you are a failure that you are a loser that you did not enough that you did not do enough research and development (laughs) but it is just absolutely normal that people and their needs and life change and that is absolutely fine so if you feel that one some or all of the goals you had to find at some point they're not aligned with you anymore then go ahead and do that you know Like, I personally, to be vulnerable with you, I was 
so adamant about wanting a leadership position within a corporate environment and then I realized that it is not that important for me anymore at the beginning I felt confused I did feel like a failure and like a loser because I was like oh my god I was working so much towards this now it doesn't feel like it anymore now I I'm so passionate about entrepreneurship, about podcasting, about my own family, my relationship, my personal life, my hobbies. That those areas are what I'm more passionate about these days and where I'm directing my goals towards to more than necessarily needing to be, you know, a sea level in the corporate environment. I'm just not feeling it anymore. And so I decided to let that one go. Of course, I'm still going to be putting in all the love and the work in my job as an employee because I do enjoy my job and I do enjoy most of our work environment in our company. But my goals have just changed and I want to evolve in different ways. Of course, I want to get better in my job, but not necessarily in the way that I want to be promoted to C-level or whatever. Uh, That's just not it anymore. And you should have the kindness towards yourself to allow that to happen, right? Um, Just to let it go if if it doesn't feel right for you anymore. And to have trust in the fact that if you, even if you have to restart the entire goal setting process of identifying goals, defining goals, visualizing goals, tracking goals, <laughs> defining call to actions to reach those goals, even if you will have to redo the entire process again, to not forget to have fun whilst doing it. And to have trust in the fact that everything will fall right into place you know so yeah to adapt your goals and if that what that this is applicable to also let go of them and to replace them through something new or maybe even something old that you like in the past you didn't like anymore and you like again it's so human and it's such a part of life and goals are like a living document you know like us we're living we are not dead we're not static so yeah and last but not least and most importantly to celebrate our goals i find this one of the most important steps when it comes to goal setting strategies and the reason for this is especially for us people who are very ambitious and who are recovering workaholics um i'm still on my healing journey there when it comes to being a recovering workaholic it is so crucial that that we learn to stop breathe and to celebrate all our present achievements already and to not take for granted any of them because when you're so ambitious and i'm sure a lot of you can identify with it then you're going to be celebrating your achievements for like five minutes or so like said in an exaggerated way but then you are like so much on fire to define new goals and then you're after them and then you're kind of stuck in this rut like a hamster and a hamster wheel 
not actually celebrating and appreciating your goal achievements. So what you basically do, and this is, I know this sounds very dramatic, but what you do is you're working all your life to define and achieve and track and yeah, and yeah and let go and renew goals and then you celebrate them for a day and then you redo the same process over and over again until until we're actually dead you know that's not a life we actually have to celebrate and enjoy wholeheartedly whatever it is that we work so hard for like honestly if uh for example my my goal was to have a happy and healthy life in in new york by 30th of march 2024 i'm not really wanting that but just as an example okay i'm not just gonna be moving to new york in march and be in a beautiful apartment uh met up with some new potential friends and then having a delicious uh, asian dinner with my partner on a tuesday evening in new york and then i'll be like okay what's next for me after everything i've done to get to new york you know what life is that that's not a life i would actually want to sit there enjoy my chinese food or whatever it is i'll be eating there and i'll be like doing nothing for like a month or two and be like i'm in new york now i'm a new yorker i made i made my, my american dream come true you know i'd be trying all sorts of food posting all sorts of pictures uh to to validate myself that I made it, you know, <laughs> to boost my own ego for it and just to really, really live it and enjoy it and even to invite friends over from Europe, you know, guys, I'm here. <laughs> when are you visiting me? I can show you around my new hood, my new home. You know, I'm a cool girl right now. You know, like honestly. Um, so don't forget to celebrate that, you know and hand in hand with that is as well with celebrating is to have fun on the journey to enjoy the journey and to not see the call to actions the action items that are required to actually achieve a goal as an annoying obligation and task that you definitely want to get rid of if you're rolling your eyes at everything that you were doing you better change something it's either your mindset towards it or the goal you are actually working on but we are not made to be miserable all of our lives and just be hustling that is not fun it is not what life is supposed to be about yes you kind of have to hustle a lot to get where you want to be and to put in a lot of patience as well but what's with the fun i feel like that is so underrated um and of course, I'm projecting right now. Again, I said I'm a recovering workaholic, okay? And I'm working on it very hard. But yeah, especially people like us, it's going to be like that. I do have a lot of respect and admiration for those people who are so intuitively and naturally um, not workaholics. Um, yeah, I really love that. Looking up to you people. So yeah, these are my steps for goal setting so again to summarize identify your goals uh define your goals write them down communicate them document them in some way you can do that in a note-taking app you can do that in a physical journal you can do that 
uh, via a voice message that you send to yourself on WhatsApp or on Instagram. Um, optional, visualize your goals on a vision board, be it through digital ways in an app or also by actually getting a physical vision board and printing out pictures that uh, visualize your actual goals and putting them in a place in your living room or also as your mobile phone <laughs> background so you regularly see those pictures uh, then tracking the goal completion regularly like on a monthly or quarterly basis to make sure you are actually putting in next step the call to actions required to achieve your goals so again what does that mean if you uh, want to be an engineer next year and you're an accountant today maybe a call to action could be until the 30th of November to complete an e-learning course on engineering or also to uh, speak to a career coach until the 15th of September 2023 so uh, the things that you have to put into place practically with um, with the smart format so specific measurable actionable realistic and time bound again to make sure that you have the actions into place to reach your goals um, and if in case you change your mind and that is something again so human to adapt your goals or if applicable to let go of some of them and to replace them through some new ones without feeling like a failure and last but not least and most importantly to celebrate your goals because you deserve to feel proud of yourself already now any time in the journey and your goal completion does not define you you were born and you were worthy of amazing things already so please remember that that goals are amazing but don't let them or their status define you okay my loves i hope you enjoyed that it was so full of passion especially like i'm on vacation right now i cannot like i cannot believe how how on on fire i am right now for working <laughs> okay i hope you liked it i hope you enjoyed it uh and if you have any goal setting strategies for yourself that you would love to share with the community please send them to me via the contact form and the podcast episode description notes and i'll be happy to share them with everyone sending you a lot of love from amsterdam and a big big kiss 